listening to the Spartan Orientation Station on Impact 89FM, the podcast by students for students. Now, this week's episode. Welcome back. So today, we're going to be talking about the MSU Police Department. Uh, my name is Joanna. I'm an international student from Mexico, and I'm currently majoring in my second degree of nursing, and I just graduated with my neuroscience uh, degree with a minor in Italian, and I'm going to let my co-host introduce herself. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Joanna. Um, so hi, my name's Faith. I actually just recently graduated about a couple weeks ago now. Um, I got my degree in business management with my minor in international business, and I am very excited to talk to the MSUPD today. All right. So yes, Faith said, uh, the MSU Police Department is referred as MSUPD and is responsible for emergency responses on campus, parking, registering your bi- bicycles, and so much more. Their priority is to ensure that all Spartans feel safe and secure at MSU and they strive to be friendly faces on campus. Today, we're welcoming Dan Monford and Dana White from the MSU Police Department to discuss safety on campus and their work with our students. Thank you so much for coming, Dana and Dan. Thanks for having us. You bet. Thanks. All right. Awesome. And to kick it off, if you both could just introduce yourself and kind of just explain what your role is within the MSUPD, that would be amazing. Yes. Hi, everyone. My name is Dana White, and I am the communications manager and spokesperson for MSU Police and Public Safety. So I am responsible for all of our media relations. If we have any questions from the media or our campus, I'm the one who coordinates those requests. I also manage our website and our social media pages and try to be out there in the community and making sure that we're getting our message across and sharing our story as a department. And hello, everyone. My name is Dan. Um, I am with the Community Engagement Unit, and what we do is go out and be as present as possible in as many spaces as possible. Um, We do alcohol presentations. We we're everywhere. Uh, we we just enjoy connecting with the students, faculty, staff. A uh, lot of meetings, um, a lot of events, but it's great. All right, awesome. And kind of on that topic of different roles in the MSUPD, are there any specific requirements to become an officer um, within your department? And how many officers are there currently right now? All right, so this one's on me. Um, Currently, we have 64 officers at our department. We're also supported by a lot of our civilian staff. Um, They do a great job in in making sure that we stay functioning. We couldn't do it without them. Uh, The only requirements that we have, uh, we are one of two departments in the state of Michigan that require a four-year degree to work at our department. So all of our students or all of our employees on the police side all have four-year degrees. So we're able to understand the college experience a little bit better because we've lived it. Um, And you have to go through a police academy. So uh, it doesn't matter which academy you go to. There's over 20 in the state of Michigan. Uh, Once you pass that final test, you're certifiable to be a police officer within the state of Michigan. And we're currently hiring. So if you're looking (laughs) for a job, uh, yeah, come on over. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Awesome. And just a follow up. Um, do you have any canine officers within your department as well? Yes, we do have a canine unit. So they are very present. You may have seen them at the football games or the basketball games. They do a lot of search and detection. detection so they sniff out the stadiums before all of the fans get there. 
and make sure that everything is safe there. We currently have nine dogs, I believe, with our canine unit, and they all work together. So it's pretty cool. That's something unique that we have as a department. Amazing. Um, So as a student, um, I would like to know, uh, what does the MSUPD do on campus? Like, what do they respond on campus? Like, we just want to have more knowledge about the specific things about the MSUPD. <laughs> yes, we're a 24-hour police operation. We're on campus every day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And as Captain Munford mentioned, all of our officers have gone through the academy and are certified through the state of Michigan. So we respond to all of the calls that are on campus on property that's governed by the Board of Trustees. But we also have powers throughout the state. So if the Lansing Police Department or the East Lansing Police Department or Meridian Township needs assistance, we can go help them as well. We have different roles within our department. So our patrol unit is the most visible that you probably see out in their patrol vehicles around campus. We also have community engagement, which is what Captain Munford does. We have the K-9 unit. We have detectives within our investigations unit. So a lot of different jobs that we have within the department. That's a great explanation. Yeah, we've got a lot of different things going on. Um, Our diversity, equity, and inclusion and belonging uh, team. Um, We've got officers that are at uh, different locations providing security services at our facility for rare isotopes and beams, as well as our art museum. Um, we're we're everywhere. We we truly are, and um, yeah, we like Dana said, we take care of the calls and safety and security for campus and all of our special events that come here. All right, awesome. And I know a lot of incoming students are going to have questions about some of the personal safety items they're able to bring onto MSU's campus. So things like pepper spray that I know do have that age restriction on to purchase. Are they able to bring that on campus once they have that? That is the one item that is allowed is the defensive repellent or pepper spray, as you call it. Um, You can have that. We are a weapons-free community other than that. So no guns, no knives, no swords, no nothing else, but the pepper spray is an item that you can have. Um, and yeah, so, um, that would be in your voice is probably your best weapon mm-hmm. okay, to help awesome. diffuse things. All right. So this one is actually a new question for me. So I'm going to learn a lot from it. Um, so when should a student use emergency line versus, um, uh, the tip line? Like what's the difference between those two? So the tip line is a non-emergency number, which goes to our department. So the number is 517-355-2221, and that is if something is not an emergency. So if you need police help or you want to report a crime, you can call that number. That number is staffed 24 hours a day, so someone will answer the phone. But then if there is an immediate emergency for your safety or the safety of those around you, that's when you call 911. And we are dispatched through Ingham County, through the Ingham County 911 Center. So they would dispatch our officers out to wherever that emergency is. But those are the two differences, is it would be the emergency line and then non-emergencies in that moment. Right. And and if I could just chime in real quick, one of the things that I talk about in in some of our personal awareness and um, increasing that, if you feel that something is, is an emergency, call 911. If it's an emergency to you, that is more than enough for you to call 911. If you need an officer quickly, call 911. If you're doing something for medical amnesty or you need assistance on a medical, 
call 911. Don't ever hesitate to call 911 out of fear that you're doing mm -hmm. something wrong. If it is an emergency to you and that's what you consider it to be, please call 911. Don't, don't second guess or try to find the non-emergency number because you're going to end up at the same place anyway. So just 911 yeah. is much easier to remember. Perfect. All right. Awesome. And I think one of the biggest questions that students are going to have when they're coming to campus is how to make sure they're staying safe, especially, you know, late at night, they might have late classes, they might be going out and just making sure, you know, I know a big thing for me and for other students here is making sure they have, you know, contact with their friends, making sure that they know their location, checking in on them. Um, so what are some of the best tips that you both have for making sure that students feel safe um, late at night on campus? Your biggest piece of advice, we have all of our safety resources on campus on our Safe MSU app. So on the app, it has that function, like you said, sharing your location with your friend or the virtual friend walk. So if you are by yourself at night, trying as much as possible not to be, but if you just happen to be by yourself at night walking home, you can share your location with a friend who can watch you and make sure that you get there safely. So that would be one of the biggest tips is if possible, travel in groups and mm -hmm. make sure that your location is shared when you're going to a certain place. And also I would say if you go out with four people, make sure that you're coming back with four people. Um, that's the best way, have that buddy system in place and really um, be, be responsible and accountable for your own actions. So if you're going out with a group, especially if you're bringing somebody from another location that's not familiar with, camp, with campus at all, just if you're going out with them, make sure that they come back with you. Um, that's one of the biggest things. And another piece that I push out is making sure that your cell phone's charged. And do you know where you're actually at? That's, that's a big thing for our um, wanderers when they first get here. Many of our students aren't familiar with campus. Taking the time to realize where you are or stop and look at a street sign and say, all right, I'm here. Or use the app, share your location. Much easier that way. Yeah, I think having your phone chargers like super important like it's I feel like we sometimes get too comfortable that that's when uh, we might not make the smartest decisions when it comes to our safety so definitely just walk around with your friends um, it might be really easy to be like oh it's fine just stay here I'll go by myself never do that um, because you don't know like campus is safe but you always want to take precautions and I know you mentioned the Safe MSU app, but what does it do? Yeah, so the app is free to download for anyone, so you don't need to log in or use an ID. So if you happen to be in the East Lansing area as well, but you're not necessarily a student, you could still download the app through the Apple Store or Google Play. And it has basically all of our safety resources in one place on your phone. So it has the virtual friend walk. It has a form to send a tip to the police. It has our non-emergency number. It also has the option to call 911 if you need to and information about safe rides at night. So kind of all of these different resources that we offer in one place. And then it also has the notifications from the MSU alert system. So if you're getting those notifications to your email and as a text message to your phone, you can also get those as push notifications through the app. So it's a really easy way to see what we offer as a police and public safety department, and then making sure that you have those resources available to you. All right, awesome. And I know you mentioned the MSU alert system. If you both wouldn't mind going into detail about kind of what that is, kind of what alerts are sent out, um, it'd be awesome. 
Yeah, so we've got three different types of alerts that will go out. The first one is the emergency alert, and that's the one that is sent out if there's a threat to the safety and well-being of anyone on campus. Um, that would be the most frequent. We really encourage people to go to alert.msu.edu and check your settings and make sure that your number one item is your cell phone. You want to make sure that you're getting that alert to your cell phone, especially if you've normally got that. I, I've got my phone on me all the time. Most people do. Um, I don't have my email alert set up. So if that's your number one priority, it's going to go to your email. We really want you to have that going to your phone. Um, the second type of notification that you'll get is just a, um, a notification. It, um, why am I I'm struggling with this? The, the uh, timely warning. Timely warning. Thank you, Dana. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, yes. <laughs> Uh, timely warning will be something that we're required under the Clery Act to notify our community that there are events that are occurring within the ge geographical area of campus. And we need to make sure that we let people know that's where you've seen those a moped was stolen email before. Those don't come out as text. Those are only going to come out via email um, because it's not an immediate threat to campus. And then the final one would be community bulletins that we would send out that may come out like we're going to be testing the tornado sirens or, hey, coming up, we're going to be testing the MSU alert system. You're going to get a warning or you're going to get a, something come through. And then there's a reminder. This is a great time to check your alert settings and make sure that you're getting these. So you'll get that in, in all your formats with the text messaging and an email on the community bulletin piece. Um, anything else you want yeah. to add to that? Adding on to that, we also serve the Flint campus and the Grand Rapids campus of MSU with the alert system. So when you are going in and making sure that your preferences are set, make sure that the East Lansing campus is selected. If you are a student on this campus or if you are on the other campuses selecting that, you can receive to get all of them or just one of them. So making sure that you go in and put in your personal preferences is key there. Okay. Um, so as a student, we know that we need to move around campus. So everyone has a different way, car, bikes, mopeds. But do I have to register, like, my bike, my moped, my car? Um, like, what happens if I don't register them? So <laughs> that's a great question. Um Campus ordinances do require that all bicycles that are on campus are registered. It's free, and you can do that on our, off of our website. Um, your car should be registered if you're going to be um, driving on campus. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that if you get a ticket and when you go in to pay it, your car will then be automatically registered for you. Um, but in order to park in specific locations, you do need to be able to qualify for a parking permit. I would refer you to parking.msu.edu. There's a lot of frequently asked questions on there. Um, I don't do the parking side. I, I do the other side, but they've done a great job of answering those questions. And then mopeds, they need to be registered both with the state and with our department. And I think last I saw it was like $50 per semester for the year. Um, but again, that information, parking.msu.edu, great resource for all things parking. And if you don't register them, you could get a ticket for um, an ordinance violation. Yeah. And But it's just, especially the bikes. The bikes are, it's free, it's easy. They'll send it right to your campus address. Best way to do it. Okay. All right, awesome. And kind of moving on, um, I know the MSUPD is always continually adding on new additions and kind of changing throughout the years. Um, and I know... 
personally, the, um, the residence halls are now being locked. A lot of the lecture halls are being locked. And so having your student ID has been a big change after certain hours. So if you both could kind of go into some of the other changes that have happened to campus that kind of make it, you know, even more safe to live here um, and be a student here on campus. Yeah. So we always want to listen to our community and hear what they want when it comes to safety. So within the past few months, that's a lot of what we've been doing as a department is going to those town halls or just going out on campus and talking with students to see how they would feel more safe. So as you mentioned, we have the building access restrictions now. So after 6 p.m. until 7.30 a.m. the following morning, you will need your ID to enter the buildings. And then after 11 p.m. at night, unless you have access to those buildings, for example, a maintenance or a staff member, then you probably wouldn't be able to enter those buildings after that time. And that's just an effort to make the buildings more secure and make sure that who is in the buildings is who's supposed to be in there. So that's one of the efforts. And then we're also currently undergoing a door locking change. So all of the door locks on campus are being evaluated in partnership with MSU Infrastructure Planning and Facilities and deciding what locks will work best for those. So that's currently a project that we're undergoing as well. And then in addition to that, we currently already offer active violence incident training. So if you wanted to have Dan or a member of the community engagement unit come to your group or your class and do a walkthrough or just explain what run, hide, fight is. We can do that. But now we're in the process of making that training available through video to everyone on campus. So if you don't necessarily want an in-person training, but you still would like to know more information, we have that that we are doing as well. So those are just a couple of the things from the past few months that we've been working on. Yeah, there's, there was a huge lighting upgrade progress or process that occurred across campus last year. Um, where a lot of the older bulbs were all replaced with LED bulbs on the walking paths. Um, one of our students, I won't name him, but he did a great job of getting a corridor between Grand River and Shaw Lane lit. It had never been lit before. He reached out to the Road Commission and our IPF, and they approved it. And so that area is lit very well now. Um, any recommendations that students have for trying to make an area safer, please send it to us. We've got a contact on our website that you can send suggestions in. That's awesome, um, as well as some camera upgrades are also taking place all across campus. Um, if it's being said, we're probably looking into it one division or another at our place, and, and we're continuously trying to make everyone feel safer, and, and we hear you. Yeah. And we appreciate that. It's, it's nice knowing that there's people in the back always supporting us and making sure that we're safe. Um, in that same way, are there any opportunities to engage with the MSUPD as a student? Yes, please. <laughs> um, we we have a few different ways that you can do it. We we try our best to partner with our uh, hall staff and come to programming. We offer any type of programming that you might want. We'll sponsor events with you. We will come out and do an alcohol presentation. We'll bring the drunk goggles over and let you try to play Mario Kart or something with it. It doesn't work very well. We'll set up obstacle courses. Um, we'll be present at participation. We'll be present at Spartan Remix. We'll be at events all throughout the year. So if you if you see us, please stop by and say hi. Another thing that you can do is we've got the opportunity for you to come and ride with one of our officers and see what it is that we do on a daily basis. You can ride night shift. You can ride day shift. They just need to be prearranged. We don't allow rides on some of our busier times like home football games, 
um, Halloween, St. Patrick's Day, because it's pretty busy <laughs> here. So, uh, Dana, anything else? Yeah, like Dan said, if you ever see an officer out just patrolling or just walking around campus, go say hi. They love hearing from the students and interacting with our campus. A lot of our officers went here, like Dan said, all of our officers have a bachelor's degree. A lot of them went to MSU. So mm-hmm. they've been on campus for a long time. So they, like we, we always say Spartans protecting Spartans because we're Spartans too at the department. Yeah, I like that you're mentioning that there's a lot of like officers like around campus because like I remember when I used to live in Holmes, Holmes Hall, uh, I'll see cops coming and I'll be like, oh, what happened? But they're just actually just trying to like walk around uh, doing their shift and like getting to know students. So that's something that I think it's important that students keep in mind that there's always going to be cops walking around. That doesn't mean there's nothing ha- like the happening. They're just doing their job. And that's a great point. We're yeah. we're really doing so much more in trying to get that early intervention, that early mm-hmm. contact and be seen more as a resource. We're, we do have the obligation to enforce laws when we have to. But we're so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And the community engagement team, I'll just speak on us. For example, I see people everywhere. And I got promoted to captain. But when I was Lieutenant Diane before the Forrest Gump references, everybody would just scream it when they'd see me. It's Lieutenant Dan. I'm like, yes, this is great. And so we were know, sad when he was promoted. Yeah, yeah, there, was a, there was a petition to try to get me demoted, but it didn't work yet. So. Uh, there's still time, but no, please, please engage with us. We truly appreciate those connections and, and we're here as a resource. Yeah. All right. Amazing. We really appreciate um, how approachable, you know, your department is and always making sure that all Spartans are safe while they're on campus. Um, but kind of ending it off, um, you know, we're all Spartans here and especially for our new incoming Spartans. What are your guys' favorite parts about being a Spartan and kind of just working with students in general? I think my favorite part is just how welcoming everyone is here on campus. I started with the police department a little more than a year ago, and I'm also a student. I am getting my graduate degree in strategic communication, so I feel like I'm like a double Spartan now. (laughs) But coming to campus and just everyone just makes you feel at home has been my favorite thing. And knowing that I have people at the department I can rely on, whether it's a work problem or a personal problem, there's people that I can talk to. And it just kind of feels like a family. Yeah, that's true. And I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I've been here for 25 plus years. <laughs> um, but but that feeling has never changed. It's, it is a great place. And there is some amazing things happening here on this campus. And the community engagement team gave me the opportunity to see some of these things and engage with different student groups and just having the opportunity to talk and learn. I didn't get an advanced degree. I've been working on it for 25 years, I I just kind of say, but learning about this university, there is so much taking place here. And if if you think that there's something that you want to experience, it's probably happening here with one of our, I think we've got over 900 registered student organizations now. And um, there's something here for you somewhere whatever it might be. So take a chance and and step out and meet some people. Yeah. All right. Awesome. That was awesome advice. Thank you both. And um, just kind of ended off. Thank you both for, you know, your time and sharing all these great resources and making sure that all of our incoming Spartans feel safe and secure while they're on campus. Um, And we are excited to announce that our next episode will feature health and wellness. So stay tuned for that as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Spartan Orientation Station on Impact 89 FM. 
Let us know what you think by connecting with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at MSU underscore NSO. 